behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. Good morning. It is Fix It Radio. Myself, Dennis Brewster, Charlie Grimes, our engineer, and of course, Larry Younger answering phones today. Any questions you've got, comments, you name it, we're here for you, 303-477-5600. You can text us as well at 307-200-8222, how's Dennis? Dennis is doing good. Beautiful day. Well, I was up early, too. Yeah, me no, too. Really. This was, I mean, this this last week, I mean, I love holiday weeks, yeah. it's great, but you, then you cram five days into four. <laughs> yeah. Every day, Charlie and I were like, you know, what day is it now? Right. Because, you know, you think Tuesday's Monday, and it's just the whole right? week's messed up. Yeah, because I, yeah, Wednesday was, it felt like, I know, it felt like Tuesday, and then, yeah, it's, it was, I was confused throughout the week. I think, uh, and busy too. This was a oh, busy week. Oh, yeah, we week. were too. Very, very, yeah. yes. So, and I'm retired. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't make any sense. The, you know, as we get further along, it, we just, it doesn't really slow down. It just gets no, busier. I, it seemed like I do more now than I did when I had the shop. Um, no, and I know the feeling. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Yes, yeah. very much know that yeah. feeling. So anyways, uh, give us a call. Any questions you've got, comments, you name it, 303-477-5600. A couple of things that we want to talk about today if we have time, and I know this really gets driven by what you guys need and want and what we can do for you. We're going to talk a little bit about grass, the cutting of, uh, how long yeah. should it be, you know, may, maybe a little more maintenance. I know we've talked about that here recently on, you know, how to properly sharpen a a mower blade, things like that. We'll get into some of that as well. The other thing, too, we mentioned last week and just didn't get into in depth is appliances. Oh. And I wanted to I wanted to finish that up this week because for those of you that may not realize it, appliances are like everything else, by the way. It's not just appliances, but everything else, too. Really hard to come by right now. Yeah. And you said that, but I went into to Home Depot yesterday. Or two days ago, I don't know. It's a flash. Whatever. Yeah, and I walking down the main the aisles, they have appliances just lined up in Parker. They just good. I mean, you know, so they had a whole bunch of refrigerators. Good, but they didn't see a lot of stoves. You know. Okay. So you might have a good point there, and I don't know what else they had. You know. And I think it may, it, you know, maybe it depends on what you're, you know, what you're specifically yeah. looking for. But I know that I've heard from numerous individuals where. There are homes that are ready to be, you know, occupied or, you know, they're they're basically getting towards the end of the, in fact, I was just talking to my contractor on my cabin uh, that last, just last met him up Memorial Day, uh, you know, just trying to figure out what to do with the cabin and so on that burned down. And he's got a house that's just about finished. And the thing he's waiting for to get his CO is... Appliances. Yeah. And they've been delayed a month from what they originally told him it was going to be. Yeah. A friend of mine called me and he says, hey, Dennis, um... I'm having a problem with my refrigerator. What would it be? And I don't know if you know this, but when I went through high school, I went into Votech, you know, to to learn something. You right. Know? I wanted to be a right. technician, right. auto technician, and they said, no, you'll never be an auto technician. So they put me in appliance repair. So I did that for first couple of years. Thank you. 
Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, but I learned. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, I learned. <laughs> Not I back learned, then, but now. Yeah. But I learned a lot. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Because I was automotive yeah. back for 45 then, you're years. Like, no, I don't want this. I mean, no. That was a great resource, by the way. But it was. It turned out to be better because I had better electrical mm-hmm. classes and stuff and refrigeration. Well, this guy calls me up and I said, well, your compressor's bad. And he goes, how do you know that so quickly? And I said, because I just know that. Right. I just, you know, check to see if your fan's blowing on your compressor. And he was. And I said, here's another thing. Find out. If you have a warranty on that, because you just bought that not too long ago, and I think there's a problem oh, with that. Good point. There you go. And he found Bingo. out they replaced the compressor for free. They've had a computer problem with this nice. LG. Nice. And they fixed it. He goes, Dennis, that was beautiful. Nice. See? All right. And by the way, if you're listening to us on Tuesday, thank you so much for that as well. Our show replays in its entirety on Tuesdays from 2 to 3 o'clock. So thank you as well. We appreciate that. You can't call in, of course, on a Tuesday, but you can during the Saturday show. We're live, and again, I know it replays again and again, uh, but on the Saturday show, yes, you can uh, always call in live. Text message-wise, though, just for even those of you on Tuesday, if you have a question, you can text us at any time. We'll answer those, 307 200 or the live call-in line, 303-477-5600. Grant from Elizabeth, you're up. What's going on, sir? Hey, hello, gentlemen. How are you? We're very good. How are you? Doing pretty good. How's it going? You got an open uh, house? Uh, yeah, th- th- is this a friend uh, of Dennis's? Is this the deal here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loading the calls. Yeah. <laughs> so, Grant, what, what do you yeah. do, Grant? Uh, so, I'm, I'm a realtor. I work for Novella Real Estate. And uh, I know I've known Dennis for quite some time. And he said to call in and see if maybe there's a, there's a fit for uh, what you guys do. And, awesome. Uh, so, yeah. Awesome. Well, we set my alarm for 9 a.m. to call you. Awesome. Well, thank you. We appreciate that very much. And as you know, and you could probably even give us some insight into this, you know, the real estate market in Colorado is just hot. And and, and Grant, it's not just Colorado. We're we're seeing this really in most most places across the country, even places that you wouldn't think would be this way are what I mean for anybody that, by the way, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what's going on in the real estate market, Grant, maybe for those that are living under a rock and don't know, why don't you inform them real quick of what's going on in our market, at least in Colorado? Absolutely. So it's it's a strong seller's market. So what that means is there's not that many houses to sell. So if you're going to sell a house, it's going to lean towards the seller as far as favor. Okay. It's not balanced where you would have traditional supply and demand. It's leaning way to the sell side. Okay. So think of it like if you had the last Snickers on the planet, right. that Snickers bar is going to be like 50 bucks versus the buck 50. There you go. So your house is the same way. Great and example. It's driving the price up mainly because people keep moving here and there's, even though the builders are building, we're still in a shortage. So in this state, and I can speak to some others, but in our state in Colorado, there's such a demand where people keep moving here yeah. and low, low, not, I don't want to say low construction, not enough construction. Um, no, I think, I think you're, I, I would, I, I would actually say that, you know, if you drive around town and you know, I cover a lot of ground grant on a week to week basis. And I, I would say your first statement is pretty, pretty accurate. If you look at the amount of new builds and new neighborhoods going in, I would say given the you know size of the metropolitan area that we have or even statewide, uh, no, I, I would agree with you. I think it's very low. Yeah, yeah. And so that just keeps driving the price up. It's, I mean, some people are like, why are the realtors doing this? Why are the appraisers doing this? They're not. No. It's the market speaking. Correct. And until more homes come on the market for sale, it won't cool off. And with interest rates traditionally still very, very low, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's, it's just, that's the marketplace. Okay. So Grant, and, give me a, uh, give me a couple of, uh, Thoughts here as well, because you know I'm one of those guys that follows real estate pretty closely. I've got you know investments there, so I watch it you know fairly close to see what's going on. It's right. one of the few things in life I actually 
understand at times, besides cars, of course. But when it comes to these folks that are out there, and there are some, and there always are, by the way, there's always folks that are going to tell you that there's no bubble. There's a lot of folks out there that are going to tell you that there's a huge bubble and it's just waiting to burst. What are your thoughts on, and I know you don't have a crystal ball, but you've got, you know, you've got the ability to look at trends and things even closer than I do. What are your thoughts on, you know, real estate in this, I'm not talking nationwide, but real estate here in Colorado over the course of the next, you know, couple of years? Yeah, so when people talk about a bubble, if there is one, it's a personal bubble. And here's what I mean by that. Because there's a lot of folks paying overvalue for a home. And I'm not talking about a few thousand dollars over, twenty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, even $90,000 over for homes. Okay. That creates your own personal bubble because how long will it take for your home's value to catch up to what you just paid for it? Then if the market goes south, you're very, very underwater. Okay. Um, if you buy a house and you're not upside down, and maybe you pay a little, a few thousand dollars extra to win the bid, that's one thing because that's easy to absorb. And you shouldn't, and, and, and if the market goes down, you're still in a good position as long as you can still maintain your employment or your revenue stream. Right. Pay for your, pay for your mortgage, you're good. But those people that may end up $90,000 over value, that really puts a strain because you don't have any options. You, it's hard to sell and right. break even right. when you're over. Yeah, you're either going to sell and suck it up and, and just take the loss, or you're going to stay in yeah. it, right? Yeah, and if you stay in it, it will recover, just okay. like people that stayed in their homes from 07 until now, it recovered. Okay. And uh, and then you ride the wave up. So a national bubble or a state bubble, I, I don't see it only because of where interest rates are. There's no funny money lending anymore. It's very, very strict. Yes, it is. Um, Good point. It would be more of if someone overpays. Mm-hmm. And I mean a lot overpays. That's where you're going to create your own bubble. And I assume, too, from what you just said a moment ago, which, by the way, I, I agree with everything you just said. I, You and I are spot on. Totally agree with everything you just said. I also want to add to that, that this is, again, to go against some of the bubble uh, promoters, which I think these guys are just naysayers, and I think they promote all sorts of things all the time, no matter what. Uh, The other thing, too, and Grant, I think you you could give us some insight on this, is because of what you just said a moment ago on the lending side, even though that person may have spent 90k over list price. There's still an appraisal. There's still a certain amount of money the bank is going to loan. In a lot of cases, that's going to be, and you know, I realize there's special programs, but in general, you're looking at what, 85, 90% loan to value typically is about all the more the banks are going to go or the mortgage companies are going to go. And that's based upon the actual value of the house, not this inflated 90K plus price, right? Correct. Correct. Because if you're overpaying wherever the appraisal, appraisal comes in and locks that, I mean, locks that, that value down, the difference is what you're going to pay extra. So um, depending on the loan program, are they 5% down? Are they doing 20% down? Um, right. FHA is real hard in this market because conventional is a little stronger and people who have cash right. coming from out of state, right. fortunately or unfortunately, are able to pay those prices. Well, no, um, you, you know, what? I, I would say, you know, real quick, Grant, stop for a second because I want everybody to really kind of understand this because, again, these are the things that the, the pro bubble guys aren't telling you. Uh, Grant, I actually look at that and say that, you know, that's a good thing. Yes, it's harder for, you know, locals and people that, you know, maybe are on, you know, one end of the spectrum to buy the home because you've got these folks coming in with either lots of extra cash or total cash buyers. But as an economy for us as a state, I look at that as a good thing because to your point a moment ago, they will have personal bubbles, but it will not affect things overall like it did in 08. Correct. 
That is absolutely correct. That is the plus side to this yeah. for everybody listening. Yeah. So, so for all of you that are out there that you know think there's a big housing bubble, or you even read things or see things, videos on you name it, Facebook. I've seen a lot of these, by the way, lately. Grant on Facebook, where these yeah. guys out here promoting that you know this huge bubble's coming, and and what these guys are liking it too. And this is where I wanted to you know get some opinions from you as well, Grant. Is a lot of these. And, and by the way, Grant, real quick, first name, last name, and who are you with again? One more time. Grant Linhart with Novella Real Estate in Greenwood Village. Phone number where folks can find you. 303-908-1330. 908-1330. Perfect. Yep. All right. So on that on that end of things, Grant, where you've got these folks that are out there, and they're, I kind of see them as as sort of the doom and gloom naysayers. And by the way, they're always around. There's always these yeah. end of the world, oh, you know, yeah. end of the economy oh, guys right. rolling around. They're always out there. Yeah. It doesn't matter what industry or what, what we're talking about in the world, they're always there. But there's some claims that these guys are saying that, you know, hey, as you know, some of this money starts to dry up, you know, as far as you know, unemployment and some of the handouts and so on, some of these folks that have been current on their mortgage may find themselves you know, not current on their mortgage in the future. And, of course, that's going to force some sales and some things along those lines. What are your th- – I have my own thoughts. What are yours? Yeah, if, if people are – let's say they're in forbearance and they haven't been paying their mortgage because, I mean, times did get tough on some folks. And if they're not able to pay, right now forbearance is in effect. But once forbearance is lifted, um, some lenders are being, you know, fairly cooperative where they're, they're working that, that money lost onto the tail end of their loan. Some are, are going to just be like, hey, it's all due at the end, which makes it very tough. Forbearance was, if you read the fine print, was not really a good deal, but I realized some people had to take it. Mm. If you're caught in that trap of forbearance and you can't make up the last 10 months of payments, let's say, and your, and your lender won't let you uh, put it on the tail end or refinance you, or you lost your job or had reduced income and then therefore don't qualify to refinance out, so then you're stuck. The best thing to do is to just sell your house so you can absorb the equity. If you don't, unlike 07, 08, 09 period where they let you stay in your house, everyone's equity was used up. Now, traditionally, equity is still there. The bank will will foreclose your house immediately to get what they need. And maybe you get some equity, maybe you don't. So the best thing is you keep the equity. You'll be able to sell your house fairly quickly. And then that way you can restart, reset yourself and not, not get pummeled and be out with nothing. Again, you and I, something. same yeah. page. I agree yeah. fully with what you just yeah. said. And, uh, you know, Kurt Rogers, who's my mortgage broker, one of the <clears throat> one of the sponsors of our show as well. In fact, we need to get you two guys together because Kurt's a great resource, especially for guys like me that are self-employed because not a lot of mortgage brokers do well in that area, and Kurt will. And, and, and I agree with you, and Kurt's talked about that as well, Grant, with the equity that a lot of these folks have and the fact that since 08, to your point a moment ago, the, the lending institutions tighten things way up to where it's really hard in today's world. I know there's some, some cases of this, but it's really hard in today's world to be upside down in the house. Correct. Especially Correct. in this market. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. let's say there's somebody out there listening that says, hey, I'm either looking to move, upgrade, you know, change locations in the metro area or what you just said a moment ago, maybe they're just going to flat sell and not do anything else for a while. How do they get a hold of you to have you help them? The, they can go to my website, grantlinhart.com. They can call me or, or email me. How do you spell that last I'm name? Reachable. L-I-N-H-A-R-T, okay. like Tom. All right, so L-I-N-H-A-R-T, perfect. Yep. All right, this is great, Grant. I appreciate it. In fact, i got a couple more questions for you. we got to take a break. Can you hang sure. tight with us? 
Yeah, you bet. All right, well, we'll just keep you on. Hang tight, guys. We're talking to Grant, great realtor in town here. And uh, we'll, I got I got a few more questions yeah, for I Grant when we come back. Yeah. I know Dennis does too. So don't go anywhere. We'll come right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Managers control their employees. Leaders empower them. John Rush will teach you how to run your business as a leader, not manager, so you have the freedom to do what you love. You went into business for yourself because you wanted freedom. But right now, your business couldn't last one day without your involvement. Learn how to stop micromanaging and give your employees more responsibility so you can step back and enjoy yourself. Send an email to john at rushtoreason.com. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, and, of course, Larry Younger answering phones. Any questions you've got, by the way, especially for Grant, our realtor who's on air with us right now, if you want to ask Grant any questions, feel free to do so, 303-477-5600. So uh, Grant, by the way, is with Novella, N-O-V-E-L-L-A, and it's Grant Linhart, L-I-N-H-A-R-T. And, by the way, best thing to do is just Google Grant Linhart, all one word, and you'll it'll pop right up because I just did that, Grant. <laughs> Awesome, thank you. Piece of cake. All right, so Dennis, you got a question. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, have you seen a lot of people, you probably don't see it, but I've heard there's a lot of people that have remorse after taking the cash and buying a house so quickly, and then they turn around and then they have a buyer's remorse because they bought it and then they realize what they just bought wasn't what they were perceived to see. As far as from a value, like they overpaid? Well, not only that, but they didn't even want the house. They bought it because they were hurrying up. They got in the frenzy? Yeah, they bought it yeah. in a frenzy. That's, 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 that's what happens at auctions at times, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I see it a little bit uh, with my clients. I make sure I try to make sure that they're really getting what they want and really give them knowledge to empower them. 
but I have heard and seen others where they're just buying anything they can and they go from house to house to house and it's like the tenth on their list and it's all they could get. A little bit of buyer's remorse, but if it's a primary residence, if they can wait two years, mm-hmm. maybe fix it up if it needs it a little bit, mm-hmm. they probably can then turn around and sell it and, and maybe you know get out of it and not have an extra penalty on taxes and potentially roll a few extra dollars into another house. Great point. To at least get a foothold. Uh, but I do know that people are just, they are just trying to get anything they possibly can. Well, see, that's one thing about you. I heard, you know, in here, and I know this about you, you wouldn't let a customer go do that right away. You want to make sure that this is what they need and you're going to go through the house with them and make sure that they know what they're buying and try to slow them down on that process. That's Absolutely. Yeah. Stop and take a breather because ultimately, who are they mad at first at the end of the day? You. Me. Yeah. And I, don't, and I don't want them to be. Right. Yeah, so I want to be like, hey, are you sure this is what you want, this is where you want to be, that kind of a thing, on the yeah. buy side. Yeah. And there's realtors out there right now that I know of that will just hurry up and push you through it just because they want the money, you know. Sure. And that's, right. that's what I appreciate oh. about you. There are, there are, and I know some of these, Grant, there are some various, or there are, let me just say it this way, there are out there folks listening. Yeah. Uh, some very, in my, and I consider them to be very, in, in, you know, uh, dishonest. I'll yes. just be honest with you. Just, yeah. just very dishonest in the way that they do things. And I've experienced some of those even on a personal basis with family members here recently, Grant, where uh, I'll just give you a story here in a moment where, uh, you know, I've, I know somebody personally, I won't give names, although at some point I probably will because this particular realtor, I think, did a very, a very much of a disservice. And what I mean by that, Grant, is there's a particular a person I know that could have put their house on the market, most likely gone through the bidding process that's out there right now where, you know, the thing hits the market. It's a very nice home, you know, walkout basement in a nice area, so on and so forth. And it's one of these houses where it would have went on the market and most likely would have brought well above what the asking price was. But the realtor has a bird in the hand, if you would, Grant. So this person has a... A person that uh, you know that she thinks you know is, is a good buyer, uh, probably somebody that she's been in contact with for you know a while. That you know was saying, hey, if a, if a house really comes on the market, you know we're a buyer. So she basically sort of brings in a a backdoor offer grant and convinces these people to sell the house based upon that and not taking it to the marketplace as far as the bid process goes. And I think Grant, that, that frankly, I think that was a very dishonest move on her part. I'm just that's just my own personal belief. Yeah, it, it shorts the seller. You know, what, you mean you would have to go through a lot of disclosure to to explain to them what you're doing, so they don't think you're pulling one over on them. But uh, putting it on the open market, you mean can can net the seller a little bit more, which is really if you represent the seller, what you want to do is try to get them the most they can yeah. at, at fair market value and and those types of things. Um, uh, yeah, you I mean it gets real sticky when you start doing those kinds of deals. And you're supposed to be, if I'm not mistaken, Grant, and I realize there are, you know, the difference in the brokers, which maybe you can explain to us in a moment, but if you strictly hire somebody to sell your home, they are to be representing you and you alone in your best interest. There are, what do they call them, transactional brokers, where I guess they can do both sides. Am I saying it right, Grant? So you've got agency, which you can be the seller's agent or the buyer's agent. You can be a transaction broker where you can't really advise. You're basically shuffling you're the a paper guy, right? Forth, but you're not advising. But you can be the seller's agent, and the other side can be a customer, but you don't represent them. And that can be a little a little dicey as well. And you're shuffling papers, but you're still beholden to the seller if you're signed up as seller's agency. I had one recently in Deer Trail like that yeah. where um, a buyer, a potential buyer came and had no agent. I was like, do you want to get an agent? I can refer you to my office. 
And they were like, no, we want to go with you. I said, I represent the seller. I said, at best, you're a customer. All I can do is present to you our, what we have, and then I can't really advise you as far as strategy and mm-hmm. things like that. And uh, you mean they have to sign paperwork on it, full disclosure on it. And then I go to my seller and go, hey, are you okay if they're a customer but not uh, an agent of mine because I represent the seller? That's right. where I started with. Right. And, and they, in that case, they were fine with it. And, and it actually went very smooth. No, but that's because you have integrity. Yeah, I appreciate you being honest because, yeah. I, again, the story that I just told you a moment ago, I don't feel like uh, – because here's the other thing that was happening. I, I should actually give you the rest of the backstory, Grant. This was also a realtor that for the – this is a particular individual that's building a house, and so you know the, they knew there was going to be a sale in the future. Their house isn't going to be done until this fall. They went ahead and put it on the market this summer to be you know, one step ahead of it to make sure that there wasn't any issues and – you know, mortgage-wise and so on, a lot of those things had to fall into place prior to them closing on, you know, the house they're building. But Grant, this was also a realtor that has been convincing them to sell for the past 12 months, telling them that the market's going to drop at any given time. And if you don't sell now, you know, we risk losing money. And I just look at all of that and think, this is a realtor that either A, is dishonest, or B, is clueless. I don't know which. Maybe a little both. They're not looking at the marketplace. At one point, there was a couple months ago, where, where I go and seek out data and look at numbers and, and the marketplace, I don't use uh, the, the media per se because they're, they don't get it right. So I, I use actual specific sure. places to get the data. And at one point they were saying, hey, if we get a flood of forbearances onto the market, it could make a balanced market or it could tip it the other way and become a buyer's market. But then banks were already putting out there that, hey, we are doing something to help the forbearances and letting people refinance and so they don't have to lose their home. And then so some will hit the market, but will it be enough to flip the market upside down and then cause the prices to go down? I'd only heard that might happen for a few days, but then other data came in that countered it okay. uh, because banks are trying to work with them. So you'll still have a percentage of folks that still sure. need to sell. Sure. I don't know if that will make the market go in reverse at anything it might plateau it to cool it off not cool it off per se it might be the wrong word but just level off so it's not in the upward trajectory which we've been in for such a long time plateauing would still be okay to to sellers they're 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 on the peak as it is already and then it gives the buyers a chance to kind of catch up catch their breath and and maybe slow things down a little bit because things are so fast it'd be okay to go back to what used to be normal, a balanced market sure. of six months of inventory. Sure. We only got a little over, you know, depending on who you follow, between three and four weeks of inventory. Right. There's not much out there. Right. And so it just – so I don't think it's going to just tank, barring any outside forces nationally, but locally. I mean, Colorado's always been fairly strong with a, with a diverse mm-hmm. economy. So we sh- – and just like in 0708, Colorado still fared very well versus yes, we did. other states yes, we did. that really tanked, although yes, there we were did. problems here. Don't get me wrong. No, But it right. was better than a lot of other places. Well, and, and my next question for you was, just to make sure that I'm thinking correctly, and I think I am, just like the U.S. having – you know, areas that do better than others and, you know, some are weaker than others and stronger than others and so on. In Colorado, even along our front range, we have the same situation here. There are, I guess you could say, Grant, you know, microcosms of the overall, you know, real estate in the hot market. In other words, there are going to be some areas that, you know, just tend to do much, much better. You know, I'll just throw out Boulder, for example. If you own property in Boulder, I don't care what the national thing's doing. I don't even care what the state thing's doing. Uh, just given the fact of where it's at, and yes, it's 10 square miles surrounded by reality. It's my hometown. It's where I grew up. I know it very yep. well. The reality is, Grant, if you own property in Boulder, you're, you're very unlikely to get hurt at any given time. 
more than likely, yeah, it's geographically uh, located. Where it's geographically located, people want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so my point is, even in this market we're in in Denver, where there may be a few hiccups here and there, again, depending upon where you own, even when it comes to some of those forbearances and things along those lines, some, some, even if we get to that point, which I, I'm like you, Grant, I just don't see much of that coming. Uh, but if we do get to that point, there are still areas here that are going to be more forgiving than others, right? Sure. Absolutely. Yep. And, 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 and some of that's based on the demand. And right. the demand is that location first. And for all location, of you that location, maybe have just location, moved into right. this area, and I'm speaking this as a native, and Grant will get your opinion on this one lastly, is I just always grew up, and I still feel this way today. Uh, west of I-25, that's sort of our dividing line in this metro area. West of I-25, home values are typically higher <laughs> than they're going to be east of I-25. Uh, not by much. Depends on where on the east side of 25 you are. <laughs> true, true. Well, and I guess yeah. what I should say, I should specify that. As you get further south, it doesn't matter, east or west. Get further north, probably doesn't matter, east or west. But in this metro area, um, yeah, typically it, it does because, you you know, you start getting out into the eastern area. It just, you know, for example, you can look at, you know, Brighton, which is east of I-25, or you can go over to Correct. Erie, which is west, and Erie is going to be more money than, than Brighton is. Yeah, comparing those two, absolutely. You bet. Yeah. So, again, just again, kind of depends on where you're at, but those microcosms will, and they'll continue to exist, Grant. I don't see, it's just one of the things that we as a state have always had, I don't see that changing. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Where, by the way, one thing we didn't ask, Grant, if somebody's got a house up in the area I just mentioned, or down south or far west, you know, what's your territory? What will you do to help folks when it comes to you know, either selling or buying a house? You know, I, I go, I, I grew up kind of as a commuter, so I go wherever my clients need me to go. So, quick example, I sold a couple little uh, parcels up in Berthoud. My office is in Greenwood Village, but when uh, the referral came in, it was, a, it was a, the brother of a friend of mine. He goes, hey, will you go to Berthoud? Sure, because you're a warm referral, someone I know. We actually have a friendship now, so I'll drive to Berthoud. I had people selling Elizabeth and wanted to go to Canyon City. Uh, I held my breath, and I was like, all right, we'll go to Canyon City. I'll help you buy it to be strategic because they didn't know anyone down there. And nice. They didn't want a referral. They wanted me. So I was like, all right, got to do it smart because I don't want to drive down there. 400 right. times in right. the day. And so two trips, we had it done, and they nice. were able to you know, do what they needed to. So I'll, I'll go where, within reason uh, where, where I need to go to help my clients, especially if we start here and they sell and they want, they want to go somewhere else. Nice. More than, or, or I'll marry up with someone from that local area, cut them in on it. But, you know, it, um, you know that's just part of customer service. Grant, I appreciate you calling in. Dennis, you know, making yeah. this happen. Both of you guys, yep. thank you. This is good stuff. Great, a lot of great information, Grant, that you yep. put out there. I appreciate it, sir. No, thank you, guys. I appreciate the opportunity to call in and, and banter with you a little bit okay. and, and uh, shed some light on the real estate market. Sounds great. We'll continue right. to be in touch. Again, it's, it's Grant Linhart, L-I-N-H-A-R-T. Just Google that. You'll find it or call 303-908-1330. Grant, thanks, sir. Have a great weekend. Thanks, gentlemen. Take you bet. care. You bet. We'll take, take a quick break. We'll come right back. Dave Hart texted me a few things here. I need to bring you guys up to speed on on some things that he wanted to add to some of the conversation even we had a moment ago. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. 
You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Take AIM. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the Asset Manager All-in-One Loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from 100000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender. Save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it with RoofMax. The cost of asphalt roofing products has already gone up 20% and will likely go up another 20 to 25% this summer. To make matters worse, it's getting harder to find quality contractors, which means the cost of labor has gone up recently. As roof replacements become more and more expensive, roofing companies will start passing along that cost to their customers. Roof rejuvenation with RoofMax could save you up to 85% by adding years of performance to your asphalt roofing. Just one application of their all-natural bio-oil immediately adds five years to your roof, guaranteed. With up to three applications every five years, RoofMax could help your roof last up to 15 years longer. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Joe joining us here in just one moment. Before that, though, let me tell you what uh, Dave Hart said earlier, which is something to consider with all of what we just got done talking about with uh, Grant Linhart, our, our realtor who called in. And he said he's working with a customer that has a contract to sell their rental house, but they're being told they need to replace the roof. So Dave said there's no reason to, as we can get it like new again with his product and the things oh my that gosh. he's yes. doing. And he says, and, and, he, and he basically told them that he as a seller has the upper hand in this situation. And Dave, yes, you are correct. Now, here's the other thing he said. Inspectors tend to paint a worse image of the condition of the roof to cover their butts, again, yeah. and not get sued. This particular roof can be replaced and fixed with a cut, or sorry, not replaced, but can be uh, repaired and brought up to speed with a couple of shingles and some maintenance and be just like new again. Um, again, he's not trying to bash the inspectors or anybody you know, going through this, but the reality is, folks, get the right opinion, and if not a second opinion when it comes to these things, and that's, you know, Dave Hart, our, our guy from RoofMax, and he'd love to help you in any of these areas. So always give Dave a call. And I would do that, by the way, prior to even putting your home on the market and getting an opinion of what oh things gosh. look like before you do anything. And I would do a separate roof inspection with him, not an inspector themselves, to know exactly where you're at on selling or buying a house. And by the way, all of our 
our advertisers, all of our sponsors that help make this show happen, you can find right on the website, fixitradio.com. That's everything from Dave to our insurance guys to Kurt to Arc Electric. They're all there. They're all listed. And I would say just go there and check it out. Yeah. And, you know, Dave just doesn't go up there and just spray this stuff on there. No, he's doing everything He first. checks every line of shingles. And if they're loose, he fixes those. And then he goes on the ridge caps. And then he goes around your pipes and all your metal fittings that are coming out of there. He makes sure those are sealed. He put new rubber on my... I mean, he, he went. He's dialing it in. When, he when, went when he's far done, the and beyond. Yes, right. I feel so confident when yep. it rains now. Yep. You're in good yeah. shape. Oh my gosh, yes, and it All looks right. great. Jersey Joe, what's going on, sir? Well, a couple of things. One, I want to talk about uh, roofs. My daughter out in Pennsylvania, she's needed a new uh, roof on her house, thirty-year-old roof. So she got quotes from a bunch of different roofers, and they gave her options for fifty-year shingles. Nobody is quoting anything less than fifty-year shingle or steel. Um, the the uh, shingles came in at nine grand. All the steel guys came in at thirteen. But what's interesting about all the quotes, um, they figured that she needs a couple of new deck boards under you know underlayment. Mm-hmm. Nobody's including. Uh, nobody will include. None of the four will include a firm price for the amount of lumber. They're saying, hey, if we need to replace it, it's going to be eighty-eight bucks a sheet. Now, you know, a sheet of plywood these days is about thirty-five bucks. So I guess they're figuring another. 50 to rip out the old one and, and install the new one. Uh, but it's all they will quote is $88 per sheet hmm. uh, for every piece that we need to install. That's interesting. Um, so, and she tried all four. Nobody will give her a firm price. They're all quoting lumber extra. The other thing is on the contract, they all wanted, they all asked for 50% up front. I told her, no way in hell. I said, tell them you give them 10%, you give them $1,000. Because they're saying, well, if you sign our contract, we won't be able to get to it till late August, you know, which is two and a half. So I said, no way you're going to give oh. $4,500 for two, three months, and maybe yeah. you'll never see him again. Right. Yeah. Right. Not, so, what uh, happening. And that's negotiable. I mean, there's some companies in Denver I know won't take a penny till the job is done. Right. Uh, Dave, well, by the way, even Dave, when it comes to the rejuvenation side of it, Joe, yeah. exactly the way he does it. He'll, yeah. he'll right. come out, right. do everything needed, make sure things are good to go, fi- figure out what needs done on the roof, rejuvenate it, get you handled, do the things Dennis just mentioned, and yeah. you write him a check at the end or yeah. credit card or yeah. however you want to do it. Yeah, I would yeah, so, yeah, I would tell the person I'd give him a post-dated check or something maybe, but then even that one. <laughs> I don't think work. I can do that. I would feel uncomfortable with it. Either way, I agree with you on that one, Joe. Yeah, and you know, and unfortunately, there's nobody in town will do nothing up front. They're saying, look, if you want to, you know, we're booked out. You know, we're booked out eight weeks, and if you want to be on the schedule, you got to put some, you know, skin in the game. So I said, fine. You tell them a thousand dollars, and she talked to two of them, her two finalists, and they both said, yeah, we'll take a thousand. But they'll ask for anything. If you're sure. dumb enough to give it to them, they'll sure. give, they'll give. Yeah, and they'll use your money that entire time. Exactly, yep. and if they're not a if they're not a big big company, they may not be there in three months. Or right. The end of the summer. Great around. point. And then Great they point. might. You're not going to be the top of the list to get done because you you know, um, you paid them forty five hundred bucks. Right. They're like, oh, I'm going for this next person that's going to give me nine grand. Good point. I'll get this thing done right now. Good point. Yep. Yeah. Yep. My last thing: new tools this week. Um, I've never owned a set of snap ring pliers, but I finally huh. got so many different things. Only <laughs> way to go, man. You, you need some? Uh, I got about four yeah, that's sets. That's the only way to go. And then, by the way, there's not just one set. You no. Know, that, that list is endless. No, it's a set. That's right. Each time. Well, actually, I found a cobalt that came with three different interchangeable heads. 
uh, which is really good for about fourteen bucks. So you got. You I know, hate you got those. Straight... Sorry, Joe. I hate those. They always they never but, hold you in. Know, and, you know, let me let me rephrase it. For the normal light duty snap ring, probably no problem. Yeah. Probably not have any yeah. issues in the automotive world though, where you can get a snap ring that is you know eighth of an inch thick. Those things suck. And they're not hard. And they're hard. They're stuck in there. Yeah, they've been terrible. in there for a long time. Well, and let's just say the other thing, Joe. If you're if you're working on a lot of snap rings, and they're the heavy duty ones I just mentioned, you yeah. actually buy the snap ring plier that fits that ring only, and it's not even interchangeable yeah. of in and yeah. out. It is what it is. Yeah, because I got sets that have like eight of them in there. Yeah, eight heads. Yeah, yeah. But well, eight. Technical- no, eight Good. different pliers. Eight physical pliers. Some are, you know, some yeah. are for snap rings that go out. Some, some go in. In and some are angled. That's some are right. straight. All are different. Yeah, yeah, they're all different. Yeah. Well, this had the three different heads, and because yeah. of the way the tool was designed, you can either put it in. You put it one way, it opens. You push it the other yeah. way, it closes. Yes. So it's really six heads. Right. And in terms of what I used it for, one, uh, my garden tractor had to change a tire. Yeah, that's fine. The uh, the uh, tire. The uh, on the axle yeah. was held in with a snap ring. Right. I had a, ho- a, a hose reel cart, a steel hose reel cart, four yep. wheels. The fitting on the end where the the, the swivel yep. fitting that was leaking. That was a snap ring. And when I was changing out one of my uh, bathroom faucet sets, the uh, the thing that was holding the the faucet, the handle faucet, into the countertop was a snap ring. So those are three of the places I use my snap ring set. Um, and, other- and real quick, by the way, everybody listening. I think Napa's even got a set of the ones similar to what you're talking about, Joe, where the the handles themselves actually interchange with the heads that have all the different things on it, and they're like six bucks. Yeah, it's you know it's a great you know if you don't you should I mean, have those around the house. Yeah, you should have one. In years past, I've jerked around the pliers and, nah, the nah, and nah. whatnot for six Neil bucks. Yes, yeah, yeah, go get a set of snap. Exactly, exactly. Right, great point. And the other thing, other thing I picked up for nine ninety five at Harbor Freight was a set of five different calipers, um, huh. you know, inside OD, yeah. nice. you know, uh, uh, a, slide, uh, a slide micrometer, nothing fancy, not like a dial micrometer, but just a, a slide micrometer that does inside, outside, you know, because I was yeah. trying to figure out what's the diameter I, right. I needed to get a pin for this piece of pipe. And I'm trying to hold a ruler up to it. You know, is this No, that's another item thing? to have around the house at all times. Yeah. Yeah, so I got five different calipers, including... Uh, you know, an inexpensive slide micrometer you know, for nine bucks. That's, that's not a bad deal at all. And, you know, and, and again, and that, for what you're trying to do, it doesn't have, you know, a lot of engineers are out there listening, you know, cringing because it's like, well, how accurate is, you know, well, for the for what you're doing, it's accurate enough. Yeah, I just needed to buy some bolts. I needed to, uh, I had this uh, cooler for my uh, deck. It was a, like a beverage cooler. Yep. And uh, the, the leg assembly, you know, it was a two-part leg, the top half, push down at the bottom half and every time you lifted it up the two parts would come apart so i wanted to put a drill it and put a pin through it i'm saying well how long does this bolt or pin have to be is that an inch long inch and a quarter long right. so i just needed i didn't need to know to the thousandths of an inch i just need to know to the quarter of an inch how long are the bolts i need to buy to put some bolts through this through this leg assembly and a, a real uh, tip on folks on when it comes to you know calipers like you know joe's talking about which most most folks probably know, Joe, that there's the inside measurement and then there's the outside measurement, but right. what most don't know is the other end of it where the slide comes out of the caliper is a depth measurement as well, which most yep. folks don't realize. And this five-piece this uh, five uh, piece set actually came with a, uh, a depth gauge. You know, it's got a T, it's got a, a, a T with a sliding center Nice, piece. nice. Uh, for nine ninety five. Yeah, and that, again, that's one of those items I have around the house. Yep. So those are my two new... 
acquisition nice. this week was, nice. a, was a set of uh, universal snap ring plier set and a five-piece uh, uh, caliper or depth gauge and caliper set from Harbor Freight. So, you know, you know the other thing too that you know just noticing the other day, we should I could do a whole show on this. By the way, too is you know when we were kids growing up, you couldn't find a decent flashlight, you know, and if you did, you know, <laughs> yeah. you, know you never had the right battery. I mean, it was just always a pain in the rear when we were you know kids trying to find all that. Today though, Joe. Do you have, like, not just one choice, but, like, a million? And I'm not exaggerating. Like, a million choices of flashlights? Yes. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and if you want to get, you know, everything from the little headset light, like if yeah. you're working under a sink, the little I love that. elastic strap on your forehead, and you get these LED, the lantern lights, so that you can set up, like, if I'm working under a sink and want to, you know, you get the square lantern lights. Uh, I saw LED. one the other day. Get this, guys. And I, I, what made me think about this is I saw one. I didn't research it, but I need to. I saw one the other day where, where there's a company now making a, you know, headlamp, but it's not the square lamp that you actually can move around and shine. It's a row of lamps that are around the front of your forehead that literally, you know, they're LEDs and they just light up everything in front of you. So like wow. if you're under a sink or whatever, wow. you know, you get underneath there, put this thing on, it literally lights the entire cavity up. Well, I bought these kits from uh, when I was when I had the shop. I bought these kits that were they had all these different li- um, lights on your safety glasses. Oh, nice. And I, get, I bought those for the tow drivers because they're going underneath the sure, car. Sure, And they need both hands. Right. And it worked out. They said, oh, my gosh, these things light up everything because they were LEDs. Nice. And when you flipped them yeah. open to put them on, they turned on the lights. And, wow. and so there's a lot of th- lot of options out there for lights. Uh, way better than it used to be. Yes. The invention yes. of LEDs in, in this area, Amazing. Joe, has just, I yeah. mean, it's... And you and, can tape and, one to your gun and put it and on And by the way, gun. I did look these up. There, there's <laughs> several different companies. You can spend as much as 100 bucks or all the oh, way yeah. down to like 30 bucks. They're called a light bar headlamp is what they call these, and it goes right around okay. the band of your head. And the other one for 13 bucks, you can get at Home Depot or Lowe's a, um, a work light on a little steel swivel base it's square yes and it has nice. these pivots after three now the ones i have plug in you just need a little extension cord they don't draw you can do a lamp cord they don't hardly draw any current but three thousand watts of light amazing like i my wife wanted me to change a light fixture in her walk-in closet and of course i had to turn the turn the power off right and you so can't it's dark now yeah it's dark and there's no window in the walk-in closet right so i just ran an extension cord into the closet and turned on this three thousand watt work light it was like Better yep. than daylight. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, three thirteen dollars. Uh, Home Depot. Get yourself a little pivoting, three thousand watt LED. Oh, they're great. Board. Again, you know, uh, thankful for what we have in today's world, Joe. That would be that. I mean, flashlights. Man, we have come a long way from what it used to be back in the day. I actually have one I keep in my bedroom. It's a it's a steel uh, LED, and it's got a, the head slides like a like a focusing. Oh yeah, you can make. Yeah. Broad beam or narrow beam, uh, and it's got two powers: low power, high power. And God, you can if you put this thing on like tunnel, it'll, mm-hmm. it goes. You know, you can, I go out my backyard. I, I can see deer right. hundred yards away in right. my backyard with a little. And used to be at one time, Joe, you had to go buy a mag light and spend a hundred bucks to make that happen. Yeah, you know, now this is a. I don't know. I think it's like it was a twelve dollar light. Yeah. And it's a steel housing and with a sliding magnifying head on it. That's just incredible. It's amazing. I, I can see a deer at 100 yards. So. And, no, and by the yep. way, nothing against the mag lights. They'll make a great product, and they're heavy duty. And, you know, it's a lot of what the law enforcement and such have used for years and years. And they build a great quality light, but they're not 999. No. no. Uh, so, but, you know, you get some incredible yes. uh, incredible, uh, incredible deals for 10 bucks, yes. 12 bucks. In fact, I got a two-pack of square lantern lights 
I think, for $13 on Amazon. <laughs> nice, nice. Joe, I'll let you go. Good stuff, as always. Have a great weekend, sir. You too, good. All right, man, take care. We'll come right back, guys. Give us a call if you want to, you want to chat. Add anything we just talked about, 303-477-5600. This is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8 10 and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Managers control their employees. Leaders empower them. John Rush will teach you how to run your business as a leader, not manager, so you have the freedom to do what you love. You went into business for yourself because you wanted freedom. But right now, your business couldn't last one day without your involvement. Learn how to stop micromanaging and give your employees more responsibility so you can step back and enjoy yourself. Send an email to john at rushtoreason.com. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster. Larry Anger, of course, answering phones. And Charlie Grimes, if you're listening to us on Tuesday, we appreciate that very much as well. You can text us a question on Tuesday, 307-200-8222. Or this is Saturday. we got a few minutes left here. 303-477-5600 like is the call-in number. Or mowing. No, I don't think we'll have to postpone that one, I guess. That's yes. okay. No big yeah, deal. It's all good. That's it's right. what the customers want. Steve, you're next. What's going on, sir? Good morning, gentlemen. Are you enjoying this stunning day? Yeah, it's oh, beautiful yes. out. Beautiful out, yeah. Quick, quick thoughts. Grant is uh, one of the very, I would say, dialed-in brokers. I agree with just about everything he said, except I'm a little bit more ambivalent about whether the banks will take forbearance amounts of 25 to 35 grand and stick them on the tail end. Banks want to get paid. But one thing he didn't really talk about, which is really important, there's way too many real estate brokers, CFPs, and whatnot, they do not understand the concept of fiduciary responsibility. In yep. simple terms, yep. the ability to put the client's interest yep. ahead of your own and the dollar signs. Yep. And it's only been two years ago that CFPs were required 
they have to have producers. Part of that, they could churn your account all they want and make all kinds of money. Steve, I, I would yeah. also say that, and by the way, I agree with everything you're saying, yeah. and I think uh, Grant would probably agree as well. And there are a lot of folks, and you know this as well as I, because I've watched them. I've seen it, you know, everywhere from social media, you know, on. There are a lot of folks that got into the real estate world because they thought it was going to be, you know, flexible, easy money, if you would. And uh, a lot of folks got into that, you know, that world in the last probably five years or so. And I'm not saying that they're all bad and that all of them that did it, you know, shouldn't have. But Steve, I think, in my opinion right now, and I think most most good, solid agents would agree with me, there really needs to be a calling of, you know, C-U-L-L, calling of real estate agents across the country, because frankly, Steve, I, I will say right off the bat that probably half of them should just go away anyways. Yeah. Along those lines, I hope Grant would consider, if he's not already, being on professional standards of the Realtor Association, because that's that's the only way it's going to happen. Otherwise, the legislature will step in with enough complaints. Uh, good point. And on, yeah. on the subject of uh, sales, we're in uh, Colorado Springs, which, of course, is not quite as expensive as the Denver-Boulder market. But I was going to ask uh, for next time he comes. We're seeing a lot of these, when you have, like, say, 10 contracts, there'll be two or three with what we call love letters, picture the family, the oh, dog, yeah. how much we love the house. Oh, yeah. Well, it brings up an ethical concern because if you have 10 offers and only two, have a love letter, it doesn't put any, everybody on the same playing field. So I think you're going to see there's already companies right now that go, we're not going to accept any contracts with love letters for that reason. And then on the contract, yeah. Because really, wait, real quick for, for everybody listening, what they're trying to do there on that purchase, Steve, is get the emotions of right. said right. seller involved now to where they're selling it emotionally rag, rather than factually. Right, dissuade the seller. That's yep. all us tended to. Yep. On the contractor issue, maybe I've gotten a little more, more cynical through the years, but I've had several discussions, and people are always asking on next door and this kind of thing. I would not give a dime to any contractor up front. And some people said, well, you know, give them some upfront money, 25% for materials and supplies. Uh -uh. I've had contractors go ahead and overbuy so they could use my money to mm -hmm. buy twice as much supplies and materials to use on another project. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of people aren't aware, and I wasn't for a long time, there is this law called the Contractors Trust Act. And what that means is contractors, if you pay them anything over $1,000, everything has to go into a escrow trust account until everything's done, signed up by regional, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, most of the, there's so many scams out there, particularly the handyman variety, but that's not limited to handyman. And uh, it's just a mess. They think it's a license to steal. A lot of times they'll just get the upfront money to leave town. Steve, you're just talking about, I, I'm going to make a note of, we, we really need to dedicate an entire show uh, really the solid hour to what you just mentioned, because I think a lot of folks at times feel uh, uh, handicapped, if you would, in, in being able to even stand up to some of these contractors and do some of those things. And what, everything you just said, by the way, is you're 100% correct. Well, one step further, since you've got a pretty good following, is the John and Dennis Hall of Shame list on the website of people that have been ripped by various contractors and get their names out there so yeah. somebody else doesn't deal with them. Yeah, we should, yeah. yeah. You're giving me a lot of great ideas, and Ann will help yeah, us with this. Yeah, we're both sitting so, there thinking about yes. this. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot we can do here. Yeah. So, uh, And and, and by yeah. the way, I, I, will, I want to add, that just because a, a contractor, you know, is asking you for some, you know, money down to, you know, get a project started, you know, buy, you know, whatever it happens to be, I'm not saying right off the top they're all bad individuals, Steve, no. but I, this is one of those things where buyer beware is what I'm going to say. Yeah. And and it also sure. depends on what they're doing, you know, because I can see like a, 
um, someone is going to be having to buy a bunch of supplies, wood and stuff, and then they're going to deliver it to your house, then you know you got Yeah, you're going to have it dropped. Yeah. But, you know, and, and again, we will do a show dedicated yes. to this because there are ways around that to yeah. where for a lot of these contractors, Steve, even you could be the one buying that material and having it dropped yeah. so that you're, you know, really even eliminating yeah. the middleman and the markup of. Right. I would recommend to anybody, too, even if you don't think you need a contract, you do. Cause yes, you do. Now you can spend five, seven grand on a deck yes. Yes. with the increase in lumber yes. prices. So at least have a simple, just maybe four paragraph contract on what's going to happen, time frame, time dates, et cetera, so you got something. Yeah, I agree. No, I, yeah, Steve, great, great, great advice. We will take some time, and I'll put this together here in the next week, week or so. So good stuff. And thank you for sending me the claims adjuster info. I will pass it on. Sounds great. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, and for those of you listening, what Steve is meaning there is if you need a public adjuster because of an insurance claim, uh, Matt, who's my guy, I'm going to try to actually get him to be an advertiser with us. He is solid. Matt Stanford is his name. I've had him on before, and he's a public adjuster and will help you with any insurance claim you've got. Yeah, and I need you to text that to me because um, we had a house that burned down in uh, in our neighborhood a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and yeah, it, Matt's a good guy for that. And, and the yes. fire started in the garage, and it took out most of the house, but there's some left, but they're having a hard time with the insurance company, um, and the insurance company won't give them a place to stay. They've had to find their own place to stay. They... Just everything that's going wrong that we've talked about is going wrong. You know, they, they're trying to get this done in a reasonable amount of time, and they're kind of dragging their feet, and it's just... So for those of you listening, it's Matt Stanford. He's with Paragon Services. It's th- it's 719-726-0020. I just wrote that down for Dennis. I'll tear this off and hand it to him because, yeah. yes, you can just hand that to them. And Yeah, they need the go. help. He's, they need he's, the he's help. a good guy. And, and by the way... That's for, when you need it. For those of you, you can hear me tearing this now. Yeah, yeah. For those of you that uh, uh, maybe don't realize this, and it's nothing against insurance companies, it's just no. what they do. But but you know they are there to try to keep the claim minimized as much as possible. And it was interesting, uh, real, just real quick story, Trail Creek up there in Granby where you know my cabin was and burned down. And I'm a part of our Facebook group there. And I told everybody early on, get a public adjuster because you're going to need one. And I had a lot of folks, I think, sort of poo-poo that. No, you know, my agent's been good, or this yeah. guy's been good, or that's been good. And within the last, you know, couple of months, it's been like, oh, who's that guy's name again? Right. Uh, because they're they're finding out that no, it's it basically what I told them was going to happen happened. Yeah, we should get him on the show. Well, get yeah, I'll get Matt back. So yeah. Matt, if you're listening, yeah. we'll get you back on here in the yes. coming weeks, and uh, we'll refer this to you as well. So yeah. guys, that's going to wrap it up. Again, if you're listening on Tuesday, thank you very much. Rush to Reason will be coming up next. This is Saturday though. We're live. Myself, Dennis, Dennis is going to head out. Ken Rackley is going to uh, step in, join me for Drive Radio, which is up next. So don't go anywhere. Myself, Charlie, and Larry will be right back. Dennis is going to head out. Yep. Have a great weekend. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560.